Morning, Henry. It is the 26th of October this morning, a Wednesday. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Leighton. How are you? Yeah, I'm good as well. How are the markets overnight in the US? It was another pretty good one. Yes and no. It was a good session in the US, which is always nice to see. But let's not get too carried away. Our SPY futures were up to six points. On the back of it, we're only up sort of half of that at the moment. The reason for that is that the NASDAQ futures currently down around 200 odd points on the back of the Microsoft and Google announcements came in after hours that's taken some of the gloss off tech sector but for the record the Dow was up 337 points or 1.1% which was good news closing pretty much near its highs NASDAQ was up 2.2% 247 points which looks like that will be erased if those futures come to pass so the S&P up 52 1.6 not really a huge amount in resource land gold was pretty steady Brent crude was pretty steady commodities were pretty steady commodity stocks we did see a bit of a rise in Arbomile over overnight, which is the lithium space, which continues just to kick higher. Although we have seen a few downgrades starting to come through for Pilbara, only really on the fact that it's at an all-time high and it's just knocked the lights out on so many fronts. But we've got some capital management news coming that one. But apart from that, 10 years easing in the US, Aussie dollar pushing up, US dollar coming off. The US dollar has been the big story, of course, in our market and every market, the strength of that. And as that's come off, equity markets around the world have rallied, which is good news. Not much to say really on the budget, which was last night. No shock. Nothing to really spook the horses. Onwards and upwards for our market. We are up 41 points at the moment, 68.40. So I'd say we are looking fair set if the banking results are good to push a little bit higher as well. Yeah. Where did you say that resistance level coming in around 6,900 or 7,000? No, I, I think we have a propensity to have once momentum builds, it does tend to keep building. So I wouldn't be surprised to see us hit 69.50, 7, thousand then i'll start to take some money back off the table again it could be a, a long cold winter in the northern hemisphere but we shall see nice we had some softer results from microsoft and apple overnight as well they were both off after results weren't they and they were so a little bit of easing there nasdaq futures currently we got dow futures down 80 points and nasdaq futures just coming up on cnbc at the moment but yeah a little bit of disappointment in those numbers it is a big week horse for tech stocks so you know there's going to be some push and shove going on. NASDAQ features down 241 points at the moment. So that's reversing all those gains from last night. So it may take the wind out of the US sales to some extent. But uh, we do have all technology index, our index here up 0.3% currently. CPI at 11.30 as well, Leighton. Yep. So that's going to be the focal point day for us. Yeah, that'll be very interesting to look at it and see, see if these rate increases are actually starting to have an impact or not. They certainly are. You know, there is a feeling around that maybe inflation has peaked. I've got to say, I mean, pay 20 dollars for a schooner of beer and a gin and tonic at a Justin Hemmer's <laughs> pub on Sunday. That hurt. Is that up in Sydney? Yeah. 26 bucks for a, for a schooner of beer. $15 for a schooner of Moretti. What? I mean, I mean really, it wasn't gold-plated. But anyway, maybe, <laughs> I I need a pay, maybe I need a pay rise. I, I need to uh, <laughs> I need to get involved with this pay rise thing. Jesus, um, inflation pushes higher. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll touch on some of the announcements that we've got out this morning. There's a few results and stuff filtering through there. We've got Kogan has announced that gross sales declined almost 40% year on year. They're up around 4.5% this morning on that result, so not quite sure what the investors are seeing there. Mineral Resources released in its quarterly activities report a decrease in iron ore shipments by 3%, 4.5 million wet metric tonnes, and they're up around 2.5% as well. Is there anything that stood out for you so far this morning, Henry? There's so much lately. It's been an absolute <laughs> announcement fest. 
list. We've got Costa Group, first and foremost. It looks like Payne Schwartz, whoever they may be, their private equity mob, they have bought a bit of a stake in Costa Group. Stock price is up 12.5%. We've also seen today the restoration of Medibank Private, which has come back onto trade. It's down 14.8%. It has quite tried, I guess is the answer. It's tried to quantify the impacts of the cyber hack, which to be honest, I think go beyond the monetary impacts. It's more a question of how many customers will leave afterwards mm. and the fact that they won't be able to push prices up. But certainly it is a problem. They're talking about 25 to 35 million buck one off. But I think, you know, realistically, nobody knows as yet. They are down nearly 15%. Kodan as well has had an AGM today. I probably wish they hadn't because the stock's down nearly 21%. And Macmillan Shakespeare ex-dividends today, but they are down 7%. Uh, they did pay a 74 cent dividend, but they're down 98 cents. So a little bit of extra oomph in that downgrade there. But apart from that, the lithium sector continues to push higher. Lion Town's gone through two bucks, just slightly. And the lithium plus that we've been talking about, they're up around three and a half, four percent So that's going quite well as well. Yeah, nice, nice. All reasonably good news out this morning. Just on that Macmillan Shakespeare dividend, we hold it in the income portfolio. Yeah, it was about an 8% gross yield. So with the franking credits in there, it was 105.7 cents. So it's carrying a bit of that franking with it on the way down. Mm, yeah, I don't know if the market values franking credits like they used to, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what are you talking about today, Henry, in your take? Well, I guess uh, the reaction to the budget, which has got to be a bit of a ho-hum, nothing to spook the horses there, uh, certainly nothing that we didn't know about. Interestingly, the Labour plan to build a million affordable homes, I've got to say, uh, that is complete pie in the sky. I don't know where they're going to build them or who they're actually going to get to build them. We've got a massive shortage of labour as it is in the construction industry. So good luck with that one. Um, but apart from that, just talking about the banking sector, it is just a behemoth. It is a giant. The f- big four collectively make $28 billion. And, you know, despite the fact that we had a Hain Royal Commission, these guys just trundle along printing money, 1080 bucks for every man, woman and child in this country. So it is it is quite astonishing. It is the bedrock of the market. It is astonishing, you know, how much the guys that these make. But when people ask me, you know, which bank should I buy? I always say, well, go with the bank that you bank with, because that way at least you get your own back. Uh, you get some of those fees back in terms of dividends. ANZ first cab off the rank tomorrow, of course, with Macquarie with their interim, but let's not worry about them time being. ANZ is the is kind of the bellwether, I guess, for the sector going forward. They have been one of the ugly ducklings. People will be looking at the NIM, the net interest margin, and we're hoping, or the market's hoping, that that has increased. That is the common theory, is that as interest rates go up, that net interest margin does increase as rates on mortgages, etc., go up faster than on deposits. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Also, their commentary on bad debts, and that will set the scene for the other two banks who are reporting Commonwealth Bank course out of cycle. And just looking at lithium stocks continually, they are still one of the great places to be, to be honest, and um, it's hard to ignore that sector. It has been massively, um, massively profitable for um, members, so stick with it. Interestingly, there's a French company that is building a billion euro project in the centre of France to produce lithium hydroxide and they're going to spend that billion bucks and it will come on stream in 2028. So it's a long way away. But a few downgrades coming through for Pilbara only because they've just run so hard. But yeah, market's still looking okay, I have to say, and happy with our strategy. And as I've written in the newsletter in the last couple of days, you just jump on the mechanical bull, you grab the rope, squeeze your thighs and you hang on. Lovely advice. Yeah. Oh, also, interestingly, uh, for those that um, want to see some 
some of the or listen to some of the highlights from FinFest. Both Marcus's High Conviction Stop Pick and my own High Conviction Stop Pick are out on uh, YouTube, as is our main stage to Ronnie's kind of performance. I think it was he described it as talking about chickens don't make money. So that's on YouTube as well. So if you're interested in that, have a little look at that as well. Yeah, definitely worth watching. We were watching the chickens don't make money one this morning in the office. Very entertaining, very good. It was quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm not sure what I expected from it, but the setup was definitely different to what I had expected. It was kind of yes. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty big stage, and it was a big stage. That's why I thought it was like yeah. Live Aid. Yeah, I felt yeah. like Fat Freddie Mercury <laughs> coming out there and doing a doing a, a quick Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I'll just touch on, because I've done the income investors section today, so I'll just quickly run through that. We outperformed by around 0.6% for the week, and it was good to see a bit of outperformance on the way down and on the way up as the market was falling and then climbing back up. Resources did take a little bit of a hit after we cut some of our BHP holding and picked up a bit of South 32, but we're still happy with that South 32 holding. They've got a fairly diverse mining portfolio, so there should be a bit of resilience there. Yeah, it was interesting yesterday in our broker box we had brokers upgrading and i wrote in the afternoon report that we've had seen brokers downgrade one of the reasons for that is that uh, although they still had uh, outformance on it they were downgrading a little bit on the future and some of the brokers that we don't follow in our broke box uh, were downgrading yeah just a smidge just a smidge there was a lot of um oh we're going to keep outform on it for now um but we note that maybe there's some issues so yeah that's one of the reasons why there was a, a divergence from the broker a box to what comments that I wrote the afternoon report. Yeah, yeah, I think there was a few target prices that were lowered as well in our yeah. brokers that we follow. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't actually uh, do the downgrade to actual, you know, outperform to perform or whatever, but they yeah. do cut the um, cut the target prices a smidge, uh, which yeah. kind of tells you that at some stage they're going to go with these sort of market performance. Yeah, yeah. So I already mentioned the Macmillan Shakespeare ex dividend today, and then I've just also got the dividend portfolio. X-ray in there as well. The only one that's sort of down that bottom left corner, which is where we don't really want them to be, is the Lottery Corp. Pretty young company and they're expected to pay a dividend just in the start of the new year, I believe. So we'll keep holding on to that one. And the other notable one is South32 that we just added. It is our best ranked stock in both quality and value. It's right up in that top right-hand corner. Nice and right where we want them to be. Yes, you got it's a, always where yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah. Do you have much more to add today, Henry? I'm off to uh, to Ausbiz today in about 15 minutes and we're filming the latest episode of the investment committee which should be I suspect fiery affair <laughs> you're gonna try and try and make some changes to the portfolio oh yeah I, I, it's very hard I'm a one-man show sometimes <laughs> trying to push through some things that people like but we'll see how we go yeah and that normally takes around a week before they hey, we record it today and it comes out on Tuesday afternoon by which time the market probably changed profoundly yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see how we go. All right, then. Well, that probably wraps us up. Excellent. All good. Nice Perfect. work, Leighton. We will talk again Thank you. tomorrow. Sounds good. <laughs>